Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode of Bannockdotes, a podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. Give this video a like. Leave a comment down below for the algorithm. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if you hate me. You know, leave it all. I don't care. I'll get back to you. I'll comment. I'll reply. If you want to see new guests, send some suggestions. If you want to hear me ask new questions, leave it all down below. I promise. I'll get to you. And if you aren't already, make sure you're following our Instagram. That's at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. That's where we do all our updates, uh, you know, where I post all my clips, uh, where we post the shows that we're promoting. That's where it's all lives. Uh, and speaking of shows, I just want to give a quick thank you before we get into the shows this week to everybody who came out last Friday to the warehouse uh, for the Crywank show, uh, commuted play, Redcoat, Drifter, John Lepp. It was a great time. It was my first show of this year, so it was a great time to get things kicked off. And I, you know what? There was a bunch of new faces that I saw, which tells me that this music scene is growing. So thank you very much for coming out to that show. I really appreciate it. All right, folks, we got shows in Ontario. Shows, shows, shows. No shortage of shows, that's for sure. Cold Shoulder are starting this tour uh, tomorrow. Uh, they're going to be in London at Rum Runners. And then on Friday, they're going to be in Toronto at the Hard Luck. And then on Saturday, they're going to be in Ottawa at the Dominion Tavern. And then on Sunday, they're ending that tour in Hamilton at the Absinthe. And they're doing that run of shows with uh, Flashback. They're a really cool band from out west. And uh, really excited to be seeing those folks. Trench Lung and Gra uh, Gouge Out have a small run of shows that they're doing this weekend as well. Uh, April 1st, uh, that's on Friday. They're going to be in Ajax at Rotitialis. April 2nd, that's Saturday. They're going to be in Guelph at the Jimmy Jazz. And then uh, on Sunday, Trench Lung, they're going to drive all the way back home and they're going to play their sh uh, show in Windsor at the backstage. Gouge Out is not joining them for that run of shows. B.A. Johnson's doing a couple shows in the area. Uh, so this Thursday, tomorrow, uh, if you're in Barrie, check out B.A. Johnson with Ship of Fools and Avem at the Queen's Hotel. And then on Friday, he's going to be in Hamilton at the Casbah with Sons of Butcher and Thundercock. Make sure you get your tickets for that. This Saturday, if you're also in Hamilton at the Absinthe, Absinthe we got the Penske Fowl, Sweet and Lowdown, and OK Swimmer. If you're in Toronto on Saturday and you're not at that Cold Shoulder show, uh, at the Rock Pile, we got Metalion, Mutank, Black Absinthe, and Nervecast. Teeth are doing a run of shows. April 6th, they're going to be in Hamilton at the Doors. April 7th, they're in Toronto at Sneaky D's. April 8th, they're in Ottawa at the Dominion Tavern. April 9th, Montreal at Le Foufou Electrique. Uh, and then April 11th, they're ending that run in London at Rum Runners. <clears throat> Thursday, April 7th, in Barrie, Road Waves, High Road Pilots, Mickey Moon, and Voila Swamp. And that's at the Queen's Hotel as well. Saturday, April 9th, in Ottawa at Ma uh, Mavericks, we got Scorching Tomb, Cruel Fate, Gland, and Leprosy. Friday, April 15th, in Toronto at Hard Luck, we got Loose Teeth with their Wormwood release uh, with Rust, Still Numb, and Strange Limbs. Saturday, April 16th, if you're in Hamilton at the Doors Pub, we got the Gavel EP release pre uh, presented by Off Leash in Heaven. 
Gavel's obviously playing, Mile End, Die Alone, and Still Numb are playing that show. If you're in Toronto that night, however, Beer Bash is happening. That's with Omnivert, Chainfall, Death Perception, Please Stand By, Dawn Valley, Detest, Angry Spells, Effects May Vary, On Deaf Years, and Dead Roots. And that's presented by Tarantula Tapes and Minor Revia Cannabis. Sunday, April 17th, Niagara Metal presents Dayglow Abortions, Random Killing, The Nasties, and The Electric Dead at Taps Brewhouse in Niagara Falls. Saturday, April 23rd, in Toronto, uh, it's a free show at the Bovine. Uh, that's with Choices Made, Mall Crimes, The Slime, and The Holdouts. That's going to be a cool show. There's no reason you can't go out to that. It's a free show. Come on, let's see you out there. Uh, in Barrie... Sunday, April 24th, we got School Damage, The Readies, and The Holdouts again, and that's at Infinity Zero. Uh, also, Ask a Punk, if you don't know where that is, because uh, I don't know where that is, so ask your local punk. Uh, Saturday, April 30th, in Hamilton at the Q Room, we got Hostage, Scabs Off, Postpartum, New Anthem, Lil Purrs, Nails and Grim and more. That's like a hardcore and rap show, and that's at the Kill Room. That's going to be a really cool time. Uh, if you're in Guelph that night at Jimmy Jazz, Dominion, Saf, Prior Convictions, and Late Arrest are going to be playing a show. And I know that this is a little bit of ways from now, but September 9th and 10th, Banecdotes has helped sponsoring this rad festival that's helping put on by Damage Control and Solace Music Promotions. Uh, that's Hold Your Ground Fest 22. That's with Never Ending Game, Mind Force, Pain of Truth, Dare, Momentum, Gridiron, Cohesion, Cold Shoulder, Endgame, and many, 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 many more. Get your tickets at holdyourgroundfest.com. Holy cow, folks. Lots of stuff going on. As the weeks roll out, as these episodes keep rolling out, I feel like this list of shows is getting longer. And <laughs> the funny part about that is time is passing. The shows that I've been saying last week, you know, are kind of, it's just snowballing. And I'm telling you right now, go out to a local show. Go help that music scene. It's, it's It needs you right now. I'm telling you. We got this slow opening kind of thing. You know, there's no mask mandates and all that. And I'm not trying to get political, but I'm just saying... Go out, see your band. It's been two fucking years. It's been a long time since we've played. And they want to play, and we want to see you rock out. And I'm sure you just want to rock out too. So, come on, guys. Let's make it happen. All right, let's get into my guest this week. We got Ashley Standish. Uh, she plays in What's Her Name. Uh, also plays under her own uh, Ashley Standish. And uh, and uh, she does merch for My Son the Hurricane. Uh Jack of all trades, piano teacher, so she knows she knows more music than I do, because I certainly don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> all right, folks, let's get into the episode. You know 
right on. Uh, thank you, folks, for tuning in to another episode of Banecdotes. Uh, the T-shirt of the week, we got Uncle Ray. They're a band from Windsor. Uh, they're great folks all together. I love that band. Some of those band uh, members are in uh, uh, Miners as well. Great band. And then uh, we got my guest this week, uh, Ashley Standish. Thank you for coming on the show this week. Thanks for having me, Phil. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, we've never actually met before. This is our first time interacting. I know. This is this is awesome and random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I like, I made a post, and uh, I was, like, looking for guests, and you reached out. And thank you for reaching out. So, I really appreciate that. No problem. Um, so, uh, how long have you been playing music for? Uh, my whole life. Yeah, because you're a music teacher, right? You're, or, sorry, you're a piano teacher. I'm still a music yeah. teacher. Yeah. Yep. So I just, I started when I was six and um, pretty much it just spiraled from there. Nice. Um, I started learning guitar when I was 13. Oh, because, so you're a jack of all trades, play all sorts of instruments. Yeah. Um, I think what happened was I was, you know, learning the piano and, and then when I was 13, I got into punk rock and I was like, okay, enough of this. I need <laughs> to learn electric guitar now. Yeah. <laughs> So and and so and you play under your name and do you play in any other bands? Uh yeah, I have a project called What's Her Name as that's well. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Um uh so and you released a single uh late last year uh in October, that's right? Yes. Uh how how was that keeping that momentum up through the pandemic? Oh. Uh <laughs> keeping momentum in the pandemic. Um I feel like a lot of it shifted to more online stuff at yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, because at that time, like, uh, um, also what's her name released their EP this past year as well. Um, but that had been recorded prior. So I think what happened was everything that was kind of, um, pushing along as soon as stuff happened in, um, 2019, there was a big pause, but I think the thing was a lot of people, um, didn't know what to anticipate that was coming next. So there was a lot of waiting. Um, mm -hmm. When is the optimal time to release stuff? Do we even book shows? Do we even book a tour? Do we um, rehearse? Or all those sort of things that happened. And then in, in the end, um, um, for like, what's her name? We got together, we had a rehearsal, we recorded some stuff. And then what happened was we all kind of, once again, had to take a break from everything and kind of stay home and isolate. And the girls are, sorry, um, Jess went on to be a hairdresser. And oh. then uh, Clarissa, um, he or they, sorry, they went on to become um, like doing her cosplay stuff. So it was interesting in that way where we all kind of wound up doing different things. And for myself, I had work, been working on songs. So I ended up actually um, contacting my friend Russ at uh at stone Stonehouse recording mm -hmm. and i said um i would love to come and still record like i want to still do stuff musically because i don't know what's happening right now yeah. with every with everyone right yeah. and then uh and that was rad and so i went there and did that and then i i released it in october and played a show at the warehouse oh you, you gig there you finally get the yeah so i i did um i did that at least and then I think things once again kind of they put the kibosh on shows again and stuff so that's right well, so you now know. things are slowly opening up do, do you have any plans for the new year now that things are kind of doing what they're doing yeah it's it's you know you know what's wonderful is that i feel like there's a type of camaraderie through this where a lot of musicians 
musician friends and uh, people who maybe just love going to live shows, they're um, they're all checking in with each other. Yeah, yeah. People I don't even know <laughs> that have been like, hey, um, I saw you play this or I saw you here, there, whatever, or even just social media. And they're like, what are you doing right now? Or what's coming up? Do you have new music out? And um, I'm just grateful that people are having this dialogue because yeah. I'm very curious also of others and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and for myself, like I'm working on another single. And so that's like in the process right now. Awesome. Um, but um, at the same time too, uh, it's musically wise, I've been doing a lot with Vegas Funeral Records. Right on. And so, uh, I see yeah, that you're wearing uh, the Vegas, yeah. Shout out to Dano. Yep. Yep. You know, and, uh, and, um, but anyway, so with with that, that's really grown as well. So a few years ago, prior to COVID, um, I started just helping out um, selling merch at shows. Nice. And it kind of evolved. And of course, being a musician already, um, I was asked to play keys on their Ride the Bullet album. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went up to Jukaza and recorded, and that was a, a, an amazing experience. It's an amazing studio. And, uh, and then... Through um, when the COVID first happened, all the merch was at my house because they'd emptied the trailer for the season. That's right. And I said, well, I have space <laughs> in my basement. I'll, I'll take these tubs of merch, whatever, who cares? And then we were all at a standstill <laughs> and no one knew what was happening. And I was, and I said, I was like, um, if you want, like I can start selling this stuff. Like I can, I can mail it out. Mm -hmm. And from there, um, what went from being zero, we started actually generating some revenue from at least all this, like tons of merch that we had bought and anticipation of the tour of 2019. Mm -hmm. So instead it was just me selling it, um, you know, uh, through mail orders and stuff. That's interesting. Cause yeah. like, so, so when you're normally like, selling merch at a show you're just like handing it out to people but now when you're doing the mail you got to learn all about the mail system you got to weigh them out you got to figure out what the packages oh, yeah. you got to figure out how, what what is the cheapest option to still make sure that this person gets it so it's not just get lost in the mail it's probably i mean you probably had to learn that fairly quick right well you know what i'm just gonna say you have to make friends with the people at the post yeah that's right yeah you're gonna so, be nice to them <laughs> i was like i am i am i'm like uh, i was in there so much i became friends with them and i learned how to mail shirts through a slot that's the size of an envelope <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a letter and uh and of course learning weight and measurement and doing stuff ahead of time mm -hmm. and i had to ship stuff to sweden like really yeah because sweden. they went and played sweden sorry that's her, right uh, my son hurricane they played uh sweden prior to covid so they had the, these new fans that wanted stuff and I'm like shipping a box and I, <laughs> I'm learning as I go. But anyways, it was great. So that being said, it, it pushes on and now we are where we are current day and now they have this massive tour plan for That's 2022 right. and I'm going to be on most of the dates and um, I'm going to be jumping on and playing keys with them as well. Oh, really? That's exciting. Here and there for a few shows. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think it's awesome. It makes sense to me because uh, um, just having friends like I've known I've known Jacob a lot longer than most of those members. Hilariously enough, you wouldn't know this, Phil, but years ago I used to play in a, um, like a hip hop funk band called oh, really? Awesome Sauce. Awesome Sauce. And we used to play a lot in St. Catharines <laughs> merch. We played like strut. We played a lot of festivals. 
And uh, it was an eight-piece. We had a saxophonist, oh, really? trumpet, all that jazz. Yeah, it was kind of in... I, I always laugh and joke, but it was like... <laughs> Tiny bit like Hurricane, right. tiny bit. But we had two MCs. We had uh, Jive's Time, and we also had uh, Jamie G, like Goddard, and uh, those two were oh, our nice. MCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they they were killer. And uh, um, anyways, so back in the day, Jacob, if he was at a show, he'd come up and he'd uh, join us. Nice. And so that's how I <laughs> met him. And then just years later... I end up meeting everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jacob so. is like one of the friendliest people out there. Like he's, if you haven't met him, like he'll, he'll make sure you, like he's very open and he's totally into it. And he's very funny. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. He was a riot on the show. Uh, so what, what are some of your favorite, uh, on if, if, has there been any Ontario bands that have caught your attention within the last year or so? Um, I've been, well, to be fair, I've been, um, as a woman and performer, I've kind of been taking notice of other female performers. And there's been a few bands um, in around the area that I've been fond of. Um, so there's Bad Waitress. Oh, they're great. I have the record right there. Right on. <laughs> um, I also like uh, the Antiqueens. And uh, and also, too, um, another, so another genre, but... Um, a friend of mine, Heather Valley, like she's awesome. She's cool. from Hamilton. She does more of like a folk country stuff. Nice. Like killer performer. And, um, so, um, it's been in that way. I think I've just been kind of watching what other women are, have been doing. But, uh, to be honest, Phil, I go to shows all the time. So <laughs> it's kind of funny to think of Ontario bands. Yes. Yeah. I love going to shows. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. Now, um, being a uh, piano player, uh, I often think of uh, like video game music when it comes to piano music. Uh, I don't know about yourself, uh, but uh, is there any uh, uh, video game soundtracks out there that stick out to you that uh, uh, maybe even piano driven? Uh, oh, oh, I like it's so interesting. Like being a piano teacher, I teach a lot of like uh, teenage boys that okay. in particular love video game music. Yeah, so. Um, just for the last decade, I've been teaching a lot of, for example, like, I don't know if you're familiar, there's a game called Five Nights at Freddy's. I am, fam yeah, we, I have a niece who's obsessed with it. Yeah, my, my son Roddy's obsessed with it too. <laughs> but um, there is some, and this is something that's opened my eyes, so um, a lot of kids, like in, like in that age bracket, around 9 to 12, they follow YouTubers. They don't really care so much about like TV. Per no, se. no, it's and all about the YouTubers. Of, and a lot of YouTubers are actually people who are just playing video games that they watch, so they learn how to beat levels. Right. Or they uh, end up putting out their own music and stuff. So interesting. And so there's a video game like a music. So there's a guy on Spotify. He's got a, at least a million subscribers. It's called DA Games, and he writes music for FNAF, Minecraft, and all this. But it's all songs that are written about the game, but oh. they're not a part of the game. So they're not licensed by the game, but they, like, they've made a killing yeah. just writing about the games. And I think, how brilliant is that? <laughs> and But a lot of it is very uh, uh, keyboard uh, and synth-driven. Uh, songs but some of them are really catchy some of them are metal yeah. straight up and i'm like i don't mind this song yeah my son puts on his stupid fnaf songs at least one <laughs> sounds like metal or something you yeah know? yeah so interesting but beyond that uh old school stuff i'd say 
Tetris. Good you know, call, but yeah. Mario, obviously, and uh, <laughs> and even um, Zelda. Zelda. Like Zelda theme. And... Yeah. My my wife is currently playing Breath of the Wild, and that soundtrack is amazing. I don't know if you've played that, but if there's even just piano, just when you're just out in the wild, just doing. Oh, I love that soundtrack. That's a good one. some anecdotes with each other so some what, what are some of the wildest stories you have from uh, uh like being around band culture maybe even being on tour with uh my son the hurricane uh that uh that you've seen personally uh yeah so i my close friends would know like i've done um okay so i thought of a couple things um one um we actually got to go play in Ottawa when I was uh, eight months pregnant. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm going to say going on the road when you're eight months pregnant <laughs> is um, not for the faint of heart. Probably not, no. Uh, it was uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> um, the best part was was uh, we were playing this Canada Day festival. Yeah. I used to be in a project called um, the Peace 
project. Um, okay. Per, sorry, Perpetual Peace Project. So um, it was a lot of like more of a collective. There was a few artists from the Niagara region, more folk based. Like uh, so, there's Aaron Berger, C.D. Anafrio, um, G from Road Waves was in it. Oh, cool! And then my ex-husband Rod, and then me, and a bunch of other artists and friends. We're in this collective where we all kind of pulled together our songs and we would play. And it also had like, a, um, you know, like a, an Aboriginal component as well. They had the big drum and things like that. Some of the members and it was a beautiful time. And, and from that, a lot of opportunities happened um, where we like they I say like the band themselves. I had my son. So I couldn't do a full tour, but they went open for Xavier Rudd and went across Canada as the opening act. Like, Super cool. Uh, yeah, so that was rad. But um, I got to do a couple shows here and there when I could. So we went up <laughs> to Ottawa. I remember they said, Ashley, we really want you and Rod to come. And I'm like, guys, I can't sleep in a tent I'm huge. Like, I'm like, I'm massive. So I'm like, uh, thank you for considering us, but I'm going to have to pass. They're like, no, Ashley, there's a hotel. I'm like, oh, there's a hotel. Yeah. I'm like, all right, and how are we getting there? We're going to all drive in a van. They're like, no, there's the train. I'm like, there's a train. So it just like, I didn't realize that we had actually been, um, we were called, um, we were like the culture capital of Canada that year. And they chose someone from Niagara region. And I think someone from Winnipeg and we were chosen to represent our region. Mm -hmm. So it was a big endeavor. So that's why we, we got like a hotel, uh, train ride and we stayed in the nation's capital and Canada day we played and we couldn't bring a keyboard because that's what I play. So I was playing a melodica. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's a melodica? A melodica is this like handheld device that like you kind of like a uh, dude a from... No, what's that? <laughs> Sorry. What's that thing he plays in um, in Zelda? The or or Oh, uh, the Orcarina. Or yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. So Interesting. small. It's like both this big has keys on it. You blow into it and play. It's called melodica. <laughs> so anyways, I was playing that. I was the size of a house. And, uh, and we were playing. And then uh, we went afterwards. It was awesome. We it, There was, I'm not kidding, a million people in the streets. And we went and saw Feist play a free show. Oh, cool. Uh, right at the Parliament building. And there was like the craziest firework display and I'd had the forethought to bring a whole loaf of banana bread because I'm pregnant and all I want to do is eat. Fair and enough. I ate that whole fucking banana bread <laughs> while we sat there. That's great. And then the, the funny part was, is we're like, well, I guess we'll, we'll go back to the hotel, except for apparently they don't allow passengers to walk across the bridge until... 1 a.m. because the traffic is so intense that they don't want the weight of the bridge. Really? It's like, yeah, like the, whatever it is, the bridge that goes across the, the river there. Yeah, yeah. So they, they don't allow cars or people to go over it for X amount of time. Really? 
Yeah, after the event because they don't want it to get overwhelmed. Yeah, that makes sense, but that, that's wild. So we hung out. There's this massive museum there. We hung out in front of this museum. There was a giant spider statue. This thing was, like, ginormous. And I remember, like, sitting there with uh, with Rod um, at the time, and we were... We were waiting for the bridge to clear so we could finally walk yeah. across to her hotel. <laughs> it's like so random. That's in Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, and I think I've been, I've been to a couple museums in Ottawa. I think I've been like it's like there's like the Nature and Art Museum and there's like a giant I think yeah I've been to and I think they have a uh, like a historic one with all sorts of like war tanks and stuff. Nice. Uh, yeah, lots of cool stuff happening in Ottawa. I mean, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. in the nation's capital, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we actually went to one the next day and it was all on, because um, it was 2012. Yeah. So it was all on mine culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was rad. I'm pretty sure they have Hitler's car there too. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got riddled with bullet holes and yeah, wow. it's intense. That is intense. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving along. Yeah. So, so those were my uh, pregnant days. It was a long time ago. But that was like, it sticks out because I just, I know, I just think um, the idea of, of uh, touring or doing something while being pregnant is such a strange thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I even asked my doctor, like, can I continue playing? Is this safe for the baby? And then he said to me, uh, do you ever swim? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, when you swim in a pool and you hear music, do you really hear anything? And I'm like, not really. It's muffled. He goes, well, that's what your baby's hearing. So oh, he's fine. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah. good to go. So I, I played up until almost nine months. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the whole crazy. time I'm like playing and eating ice because all you do is eat ice when you're pregnant. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Wow. That, that, that's quite a, quite the feat. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, so that was that was one little yeah you know, little fun story. <laughs> what other ones do you got? Well, uh, <laughs> with the same group, we did a tour out east. We went to New Brunswick, mm-hmm. and we got kicked out of a mansion. And where in New Brunswick? Um, it was in um, Bay of Fundy. I think we were St. John. It was St. John. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've toured there myself. It Have is. You? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. I I actually really enjoy St. John. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. Um, we were staying at this crazy place. It was called um, the Water Keepers. I don't know. It's Water Keeper something. And this mansion was sponsored by RBC Bank. Okay. And it's I mention it because perhaps um, others. Might be interested in checking it out, but mm-hmm. the premise of it is is uh, artists do residencies there. Okay. So um, I think art can be anything, like visual, music, whatever. And we were staying there for the purpose of writing a song about water or something to do with uh, water being sacred and yep. that kind of um, idea. And um, we just happened to be a big group. There was probably, I think... How many were there? I think there was maybe 15 of us. Oh, yeah? So, wow. I, you know, we were a big entourage. and Traveling, like, in a bus? Uh, no, we had three cars. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, and you know, when we got there, originally we were going to pitch a tent mm-hmm. on the property. Wow. And then we were going to stay there. And, and then when we showed up <laughs> at midnight in the pissing rain... Uh, the other artists in the building's like, this mansion's massive. He's like, I don't need this whole place. He's like, come on in. You can stay in here too. Or like, 
thanks guy because who the hell wants to pitch a tent in the rain right <laughs> so then uh we proceeded to go in get comfortable me and another woman that was on the, the tour we got our own rooms that was rad they had a baby grand piano there which was amazing for me so yeah. i was uh um i was whatever i was in my glory right yeah. and this <laughs> private beach bay of fundy we were only there a couple days <laughs> and the gentleman or shouldn't call him that this guy that was uh, we were sharing this massive place with mm -hmm. um someone uh drank his beer which sucks but we were going to replace it and then he ended up um basically calling and ratting us out to the organization oh, that no. had us staying there so we in turn got called and got told to get the fuck out <laughs> and we were like well we're not supposed to go to our next tour stop for another day or two so <laughs> the fuck are we gonna do and like well we have our tents i guess we'll go find a fucking park to pitch it in right or something yeah which we laughed because we had this massive unanticipated mansion we're staying in and now we're gonna go <laughs> pitch tents in the rain and that night actually we slept out in our tents wow crazy ass lightning storm bay of fundy <laughs> and <laughs> i'm in this tent and g is with me from road waves and we're both laying there we're looking at each other like we're gonna die in this in this lightning storm like outside <laughs> like how do we like where do we end up here and then uh but the rad part was our one friend knew some people that own this really cool spot in elma you've been okay. there no okay so it's called octopus garden okay cool and it's a wicked it's a it is a tour spot it's in elma and elma is um has the i think for has the lowest tide in the world it's a it's a port town and they have they do lobster and stuff there. oh fun yeah and it's in actually you have to drive through a, a provincial park to get to it mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's a little tiny town and this wicked little like uh restaurant slash venue they have like a stage and a room and all that jazz um is there in the middle of it so we 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 left the mansion and we <laughs> drove there and then we played three nights in a row oh really yeah and it was it was such an incredible crazy time uh and they also owned a campground so they're like you can stay there for free and we were like this is a blessing and there you go went there and had mushroom tea and it was a, nice. It was a great night nice mushroom tea yeah. i i've i don't I, I, I like mushrooms. I don't do them anymore. I had a good time when I did them, uh, and I and I endorsed them, but uh, I won't touch them anymore nowadays. Yeah, that's not something I do, just being a parent. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> a, I just realized, like, like honestly, call. once I was a parent, I was like, yeah, I have other things to worry about. I'm going to pack that up. Yeah, yeah fair right? enough, fair so, enough. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I think even wilder was that. So after that whole thing settles down, um, me... Aaron and Steve, uh, two of the guys were with me. We had to go back to Niagara, and the rest of the group was carrying on to go to Nova Scotia and continue the tour. Yep. So we had to go back to Niagara. We were already gone 10 days, and uh, I was still, um, my son was still pretty young. So we decided we were going to head out that night, and we were going to drive the whole night from Elma all the way back to Niagara straight. And it was probably like a 20-hour car ride. Oh, my God. Just and I've never done that. Yeah, just rotating drivers? Pretty much. So oh. so we're, we're like, Aaron and I are like, yeah, we'll do this. And um, and I remember it was like 3 a.m. And we're in the middle of Quebec somewhere. And we're driving. It's like a full moon. 
for listening to like Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> any CD in the car. Because back then you didn't have an MP3 player. Fair it was enough. just like, you know, whatever. Just like, anything. So we're putting in like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, I look over and Aaron's just obviously falling asleep at the wheel. I mean, like, with Red Hot Chili Peppers on. Right while he's grooving. <laughs> well, in fairness, he'd already been driving for hours. But it was one of those crystal clear memories where I'm just like, I'm getting tired. I look over and I see him like with his eyes closed and he's <laughs> and I was like, Aaron, and Aaron, and I'm like clapping, trying to like wake him up, and he's he's not up. So I basically reached over and I, and I ripped out his arm hair, and then he went ah, <laughs> and then uh, and then I'm like, that's it. I'm like, pull over. We're having a rest stop. <laughs> so we pull over and we sit for like maybe 20 minutes, and he goes, where are we? We can't stop. We have to get home to Niagara. And I'm like, dude, we have to stay alive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's insane. He actually was asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Which I'm sure many. I mean, after driving do. for so many long. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> so being on the road, uh, what is your go-to gas station snack? Um, so I'm a chip person. Nice. What kind of chips? Um, munchies is my favorite. Oh, I, I just, d- d- I just destroyed a bag of munchies last night. Well, the thing is with <laughs> munchies, at least it has the Cheetos in it and I hate when my hands are dirty. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, I love these, but no, it's going to go everywhere. So anyways, I love those. Um, gas station snacks. Yeah. It's hysterical. Oh, yeah. I also love chocolate. And actually, when uh, when we're on the road with Hurricane, like, we always eat candy. Because han- candy is something <laughs> that, like, gives you energy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I know, I think the thing is, too, if you're not drinking, like, alcohol. Right. Sometimes you really crave sugar. Right. So, definitely bought tons of, like, bags of Sour Patch and all this stuff. <laughs> like, I never, like, I think I hit my 20s and I stopped eating candy. Yeah. And then when I stopped drinking, I was like full force candy again. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's worse, my liver or my teeth. Like what? Like one of these has to go. <laughs> uh, now, what? Where's the furthest you've gone with uh, Hurricane or any of the? Uh, um. Oh well, so with um, Perpetual Peace Project, um, going out to Alma was the furthest I went with them. Mm-hmm. Hurricane, I've gone. Um, to Sarnia, and we've also been. I've been up to Ottawa Valley with them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then this summer we're going to be going all over Canada. Yeah. So you ever went to Sweden with them? No, I think um. So for them, like going there, that's a very small um um personnel that they bring. Oh yeah, fair enough. Fair you know? enough. But uh, but I'm just grateful to go wherever because yeah. to me it's an adventure yeah. and I love traveling and <laughs> it's just I don't know I'm just I love it so grateful to do it. Now, let's say uh, let's say uh, your project is on the level of like say like Metallica. It's huge. It's massive. You're selling out arenas. What's the rock star dream rider? What's waiting for you in the green room? What's on the list? I think, um, um, I mean, I love snacks, but you know what? Like snacks and all that shit. I'm going to say like when you go to each show, you're sure you're glad when there's drinks and food. I feel like it's the people that really, that you miss. So Mm -hmm. to me, if I were to walk in and see like my best friends or my son, that would would be more important to me. You know what I mean? Most people say like candy or, or like or, or like a like fruit women. tray <laughs> no one's actually said that it's mostly like 
beer, weed, uh, like, uh, you know, I've had some people say like, uh, uh, like movies playing on in the background, but it's mostly food. It's mostly, uh, food, but yeah, that like, nice. No one's ever been like, yeah, I like my family and I want them to be there. Well, within reason, <laughs> you know, mommy likes to party, but, uh, but no, like, um, I just, you know, I when I watch these bands and they're touring, and I really love it when I see the ones that bring their kids or whoever yeah. with them. It doesn't have to be the full tour, like. No, no. But I just think that that's uh, ultimately that's who you miss. And and when you are in a green room, what are you doing? You're texting the people you love. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Facetiming them because you miss them. So yeah. just having them there. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. That and pizza. As long as there's pizza. (laughs) Any particular kind of pizza? Well, I eat veggie pizza, so. There you go. Well, you'd have a couple couple pies of veggie pizza. Right. (laughs) Awesome. So I've only got one more question for you. Sure. Uh, uh, Unless you've got any more anecdotes. Um... No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we're yeah. good. Um, so what are your top five favorite artists of all times? If you can't give me five, you can give me three. Okay. Well, that's a little hard. Yeah, it is a tough question. Um, well, I'm going to say bands that really heavily were in, influenced me when I was younger. Like, so really got me into music. Um were like Green Day. Yeah. So Green Day um, was big when I was like 12. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I've grown with them. And, you know, I've, I've talked to Billy Joe on the phone before. Oh, on really? The radio station. It was so cool. Oh, that's and cool. We've gotten guitar picks and all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've gotten tons of shows. Green Day. And then I really love Bad Religion. Yeah. Like, um, they are amazing. I love that Christmas record of theirs. It I gets know. played every Christmas. Right? It's like, yeah, no, it, it always comes on. That's so funny. Yeah, I bought the the Christmas album uh, on vinyl and like... There you go. And actually, uh, I'm trying to remember, I went and saw Greg Graffin uh, do his solo tour. And oh, cool. played at the Horseshoe in Toronto. Nice. And we got to meet him after because it was an intimate show. And I, I remember I had the christmas album and then he bought it or i'm sorry i bought it and he signed it so oh cool awesome yeah that was neat yeah he's a very hilarious man he's very tall oh yeah he's probably about six two and <laughs> and he's pure sarcasm so that was super rad um so bad religion and then um and then i think like um black sabbath has been a huge thing too. yeah i can't go wrong sabbath i'm a massive uh dio fan so nice. for me like having the two together is just yeah. incredible and uh i'm really bummed i couldn't go to they had a tribute show recently in town <laughs> at the moose and goose nice it was a dio tribute i was like what <laughs> like who the hell's going this like they're like there's yeah, i know i just think it's funny because it's uh Anyways, it's just like, didn't know there's still a market, right. per se, right? <laughs> For Dio Black Sabbath, bands. I get it, but Dio Black Sabbath, I was like, holy fuck. And I honestly, uh, I couldn't get a sitter. Um, we just got over being sick, right. so we couldn't really, yeah. you know, go out. But either way, uh, uh, I'm fucking mad I missed that. But <laughs> anyways, so those are some influences. And then, you know what, like classical music, um, obviously I love Beethoven. Nice. So Beethoven, like yeah. a pianist. I also love uh, Tori Amos. Like she's, a, okay. she's an amazing songwriter, pianist, singer, everything, artist. And um, so, you know, whenever I think of music, I have to think of the different genres. Yeah. <laughs> that I love, you know? Yeah, I mean, it is a tough question, right? Yeah. With all the bands. 
Awesome. Well, I think uh, I think we can end it there. Thank you so much for coming by today. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. If you have any, if you want to plug the social medias or if you have anything else that you want to uh, give a shout out to, now would be your time. Sure. I guess if you're interested in finding out more about um, music I do uh, and write, um, you can look up my name. It's Ashley Standish Music on socials. I'm also, uh, what's her name? Music is also another one. And then Vegas Funeral Records is I work for them. And then my son, the Hurricane. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. We'll cool. end it there. Okay. Thanks, bud. Take it Thanks easy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> It's about getting there from here.
Kamal. So shout out to every time I got third instead of first. I want the best, so I sit through the worst. I want it all, the good and the bad. Now I really got more than I could have imagined. Shout out to all the fellas and the ladies. 